a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Deus Ex Media. What did I forget to do? I forgot to bring up my scripts. Welcome to Yo the Eldest Gods. Yeah, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Where we discuss Rick Riordan's rule as our godly parent. I'm Ray from Kevin 12. And I'm Charlie from Kevin 13. We did it. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> my uh this episode's gonna be all all fucked up. <laughs> basically. There you know what? We read like ten pages for this episode. We could, I yeah. mean, we could just we talk like, about generally what's in this book besides the story. Yes, too. I was planning on that too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, guys, we were like, of course, we can do an episode on the interviews, and then we read them, and we were both like, oh, <laughs> oh, like what happened here? It's there, we didn't not a, a lot of meat. We didn't read a story, but you know what? I still have a myth to bring up. Ha. I, I was sure you would, yeah. I I was like, oh, I, I I can sense that there's some stuff going on in here. There there is uh, exactly one myth. Po- actually, I could possibly rope in a second one, um, <laughs> but I don't know if I need to do a full context for that one. Uh, all right, in case you mythed it, but um, but um, we're jumping right in with the myth section <laughs> because there is no story to recap. Yeah, there's uh we read we read some fake interviews with the characters. Now you're caught up. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's going to be real fast, huh? Yeah, it's just going to be a thing. Um Okay, what's our myth? Our myth is the apple of discord because hey, uh, the Stoll brothers they did that. Um and they they were kind of meanies, meanie butts about it. Yeah, they they're kind of assholes, honestly, the Stoll brothers. I have I lots of love feelings. Them, and yet <laughs> About how how Rick decided to write them, and I'm just like, hmm, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, so the apple of discord is like it's it's the apple that Eris just kind of like throws into the wedding of Peleus and Thetis. Uh, now Eris is literally the goddess of strife. Like that's this the what she does. Of discord, just like in Sinbad, guy, we, bro, we gotta watch Sinbad at some point. The goddess of Discord is in like like our Discord server. Yeah, a, definitely. A <laughs> Discord, I'm howling at the moon. Or or like like Discord is in like um, My Little Pony Discord. Yeah, my boy. Yeah, that song, you know. Yeah, and sleeping in the middle of a summer afternoon. It's it's a good it's a good one. Um, so she's just, she's just <laughs> of creating drama. And so this wedding, do you know who Peleus and Thetis are? Uh, no. They are the parents of Achilles. Okay. So, so blah, blah, blah. There was backstory there that, like, Thetis, uh, nobody could fuck Thetis because her son was, uh, you know, gonna be greater than his father. Fated, like, to be greater than his father. So. Okay. They were like, we're just gonna marry you off to some random mortal. This guy, Peleus. Okay. She's not too happy about it. But this mm. is her wedding um, to some dude that she doesn't really like. That kind of sucks. <laughs> and then Eris is like, I'm going to create drama because no one invited me to this fucking wedding. This is some Sleeping Beauty shit right here. No mm. one invited mm-hmm. her. Yeah. And they, because they knew she would pull some shit like this. Exactly. That's literally it. They're like, mm, let's not invite the goddess of creating drama. <laughs> and so that's that's what they did um but instead she created even more drama because who are the three goddesses that um decide that like this apple is for them uh hera athena and aphrodite what it says on this this apple um is for the fairest or to the most beautiful there's there's a little like translation thing but it's just it's about like beauty and shit why is athena in this argument athena you are above this yeah you're the goddess of wisdom get out of here girl what are you doing 
I can I can believe that Hera would be in this, and Aphrodite makes sense, but not Th- great. This really is just uh, I hate women. The story. This super is. So, <laughs> so we need an impartial judge because Zeus is like mm, I'm not getting involved. This is a bad idea. So <laughs> I'm not going to side with anyone. I the one time I've agreed with Zeus on something. I can't give it to my wife, my favorite daughter, or mm, like the most beautiful woman ever. So <laughs> because that that's how he sees it. <laughs> his wife who this could destroy him, like his daughter who could Hades destroy game. him, and the most beautiful woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they find some inconsequential young mortal. Paris, who at this time is like, he's a shepherd, but actually Mm. secretly he's a prince of Troy because he was like given away because again, prophecy things. And when, when you see your child is prophesized to cause the ruin of like your entire kingdom, (laughs) you tend to do the thing where like you try to get them killed or sent away, what have you. And usually they end up surviving that and causing the thing because, yeah, it's great. (laughs) It's absolutely great. So he's chosen. Paris has to be the judge, the judgment of Paris. And so what do these three women offer him if he decides that they are the most beautiful, the fairest? Well, Hera's like, I will give you domain over all of Asia. You can rule all of it. Can she do that? Has this (laughs) happened before? Had someone offered Asia? I feel like I remember that happening before. And we're like, I don't think that you have the authority to do that. I feel like I may have described this thing to you before. Maybe that's what happened. Um, Hey, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. What does Athena offer? Like, battle strategy. Like, the the greatest army and all of that. Like, you know, war strength. Mm -hmm. What does Aphrodite offer? The most beautiful woman in the world. I see. I, I'm. I'm. This is. It's. It's all coming back to me. Why we would have talked about this before and want this is relevant. Yes. 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 And who's the most beautiful woman? It's Helen of Troy. Sorry, Helen of Sparta at this time because she's mm. already married in Sparta. Mm. Yeah. Oh God. And this starts the. So the this one fucking prank thing. is the cause of all that bullshit. Huh? Yes. That's not great. Yes. Yes. It is. It's all very weird and intertwined with fate and everything because, like, Paris has a prophecy and Achilles has a prophecy and Thetis has a prophecy. Like, there's there's so many things going on here and fucking Eris was just like, you guys were rude to me and didn't invite me, so therefore <laughs> I'm just gonna make a war happen, basically. <laughs> By accident. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that's that's the basics of that. It's just a fucking apple that's gold, I guess. Um, yeah. It's it probably could be like one of the apples from um, the Garden of the Hesperides because yeah, I believe those I are like believe, those are gold. Like continuity. it could be it could be one of the immortal apples. We're not totally sure what that could be. Yeah. So uh, it exists. It is a thing and is bad. <laughs> Also, did I mention that, like, Eris has her own um, religion based around her called Discordianism? Nice. Like, this is so weird. I don't... It's Okay, I think it's a parody religion, technically. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. okay. I'm just like, I've, like, seen this in passing, and I'm just like, what is happening here? Why... Why is there a religion based on the goddess of drama? <laughs> and like, oh, she also has a dwarf planet named after her. That's that's delightful. Of, well, of course, they all you always gotta name the planets after like every Greek mythology mythological. Figure. Have I ever shown you Eris from Sinbad? I've seen gifts of her. I know she's okay. Hot. Well, good. It's she's so fucking sexy. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I still want to know why she's in Sinbad, which is an <laughs> Arabic story. Yeah, they did not uh, retain that. Uh, Apparently. No. No, Brad Pitt's in it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, why? <laughs> why does this exist? It fucking slaps, okay? You're, you're gonna I know believe you. I mean, it's DreamWorks, and those movies, like, in that era of DreamWorks, were pretty good. So, yeah. All right. Let's talk about um, these these things. First, I do want to talk about the fact that there there is a letter at the beginning of the Demigod Files, and it is from mm. Rick Riordan, senior scribe of Camp Half Blood. 
Oh. So <laughs> Richard Russell Riordan Jr. is canonical to the Percy Jackson universe. And okay, he exists yeah, and, and Percy and just tells him this story, and that's how we get... Yeah, it's... Uh, spoilers like minorly it's not plot shit the kane chronicles are written as an audio log yes, yes and uh i assume that rick is the one who transcribed those down into book format yeah i believe so too i'm i'm i do like the fan theory though that people are like oh sally's a writer so actually sally's the one who's Aww. writing percy's story i <laughs> wish like like if this didn't exist i would totally be in on that and i prefer that mm. but <laughs> I think I think it's technically kind of canon that Rick is the one who who did write them within the universe of Percy Jackson. <laughs> so yeah, Aww, he, the the book is uh, uh, what's the word dedicated to Otto and Noah, my demigod nephews. It's so cute, very sweet. <laughs> all right, all right. So um, the interview with the Stoll brothers is the first one, <sighs> and what do they start off with? They they tell, um, what's the best practical joke they've ever played on another camper? The Golden Mango. Who is doing this interview? It must be Rick, I guess. I'm, I'm assuming it's Rick as well. Yeah. It's gotta be. Because he's the scribe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It all it all checks out. I was just like, I don't for a I, second there. I don't think Chiron or Dionysus could be doing this. Like, I mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't fit with their vibe. No, nah, it'd be weird. Um, so yeah, the, the Stoll Brothers, what did they do? They did a mango, uh, spray painted it gold, and wrote for the hottest. God damn it. And left Why is it a mango? I mean, cause it, cause it can't be an apple. Like, cause that's the, <laughs> that's the joke. It's like, oh, it's a reference to it, but it can't be the same thing. Obviously. But, a, but a mango though. It should have been like it a just strawberry. a little random. Right. Cause they, they have strawberry fields. Yeah. I, mm. I don't know. Mm. Maybe uh, they grow mangoes too. Uh, but it, they're not a vining plant, which is why they grow strawberries. Mm -hmm. So who could say? Very strange. And they just leave it in the Aphrodite cabin. Like instead of the the whole Hera, Athena, Aphrodite thing, it's just like, nah, just give it to the kids who we are stereotyping as like being super <laughs> obsessed with their looks and makeup. And, and they suck and everyone hates them. Yeah. Gucci shoes were flying out the windows. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so mean. <laughs> It's awful. Like, I don't love these two and how they're characterized in this. No. I feel like I like Fanon, Connor, and Travis way better than yeah. canon interview Connor and Travis, at least. Um, You're like, oh, little thief kids? That's fine. I like them. And then it turns out that they just suck. Yeah. None of their pranks are, like, nice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they did try to kill Phoebe. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> with Boy, centaur blood on a shirt. That's not great. Um, so in retaliation, the Aphrodite girls, um, I assume it was the girls, maybe it was all of the guys too. The Aphrodite there kids. is no specification. It just says the Aphrodite kids. So I'm assuming it was all of them. Okay. Which, you know, gender inclusive. Yeah, my, bra my brain does automatically be like, it's the Aphrodite girls because this is supposed to be misogynist. Um, I feel like it's still misogynistic, even though it is like gender yeah. inclusive, because uh, the idea is that uh, love is feminine, the Aphrodite cabin yeah. is feminine, and so the entire, uh, all of the people there are, you know, vain yeah. and haughty and suck. I did just edit the episode where we're talking about this. So I, I do remember oh we had this conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, so in retaliation, Travis uh, has permanent makeup and looks like a clown. He probably doesn't actually look like a clown. He probably looks beautiful, actually. <laughs> uh, that, that seems too kind of them. Mm, it, By know. clown, I'm assuming uh, like exaggerated makeup. Like drag like, queen makeup? Like not... Like 80s makeup where you Ooh. get eyeshadow up to your eyebrows and like very bright. bright I mean, maybe, colors. maybe he got like the same makeup that I got in my last year in my drama class. The reason why I quit my <laughs> my drama class was because uh, my teacher put me in like really, really, really bad makeup. Um, mm. <laughs> we're just like, wow, this teacher really hates me. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Fun times. I can't believe this. Um... And then Connor, uh, his no matter what clothes you put on, they were two sizes too small, and that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that would not be an ideal way to live. Um, 
Connor says, I felt like a geek, and Travis says, you are a geek. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Brothers. Yeah. So That is how it'd be. Who who would you want on your team for Capture the Flag is the next one. And they both say, my brother, because they don't trust each other. <laughs> <laughs> right. They They don't want, they don't care that they're on the same team. They don't want each other to be on the other team. That's kind of wild. Yeah. Um, and then Connor also adds in uh, the Aries cabin. Um, Travis agrees because they're big and easy to manipulate, you know? <laughs> and then what's the best part of Hermes cabin? Um, there's so many people. It's never lonely. They can always prank or pickpocket someone. <laughs> <laughs> One big happy family. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So the next one is Clarice. Um uh, the rest of them are all at least one character. Right. I I like the interaction, though. I know that it's just because Travis and Connor are, like, a, yeah. a package deal. But it's kind of cute to, like, go back and forth like that. I still love that they're, like, the inseparable brothers. Like, one of them can't be head counselor over the other, even though they're <laughs> right. not twins. But no one knows which one's older. It's, it is a very funny dynamic. It's It's interesting. All right, so um, Clarice is asked, who would you most want to pick a fight with at Camp Half-Blood? Um, I, I love it. It's so good. But specifically, there's this new guy in the Apollo cabin that she really, she, really hates. She Michael just goes Yu. off about how, how much she wants to beat up Michael Yu. But like the first thing that she says is whoever gets in my face. I would like to think that like every person in Camp Half-Blood has at some point had like a rant about them from Clarice. Like she just like can go off on anybody. I think it's especially mm -hmm. the new kids, but th this is interesting. Um, I mean, I, we don't technically know this yet, but Michael Yu is the camp ca head counselor for Apollo cabin. And she's like, this is a new guy mm -hmm. in the Apollo cabin. Interesting. How many, how many Apollo kids <laughs> fucking died? Oh no. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Like, why is yeah, he that, the head counselor? Mm -hmm. That's not ideal. It's not. Also, you want because because we have a new character technically. Um, you want me to, oh, yeah, you want go me ahead. to do my thing? I don't know about we... Michael, but you seems um, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, that's um, isn't it like the type of uh, what it, what is it? Is it the type mm -hmm. of wood that's used? Almost? I mean, let me look there. I'm I literally look at the oh. Ryan <laughs> wiki for these characters. Um, they usually have something about their names on there as well. Does he not have something on uh, here? They couldn't be bothered. It is in the trivia. It must be in the trivia. Okay, yeah. His last name is a reference to the tree, which is popular for making longbows. And it's also associated with graveyards <laughs> and the dead. Oh boy. That's that's um I'm sure it'll be fine. Sure something. Uh, totally fine. Um is there anything to say about Michael? Mm -hmm. Probably not. But let me I'm probably gonna have to look up the archangel. <laughs> Give me um, because I'm pretty sure, isn't it? Yeah, Michael's associated with, like, dragons. And, um, hey, you know, Apollo fought a really mm. big snake. I know what a dragon is. It's just a really big fucking snake. <laughs> so there's your connection. Michael Yu. Apollo Apollo. Good, good for him. <laughs> I, I like doing this with the name. Sometimes <laughs> it's fun. And you know, you know the thing where, like, um, I know it's at least in Clarice and Annabeth's or is it is it Annabeth's name too? Yes, yeah. In both of their names, you can spell out their parents' names with the letters of Clarice. You can spell out Aries with Annabeth's ah, name. You can spell out Athena. It's not really a. Uh, it's right. not like the same. What is the word for that but, when you rearrange letters? Um, it's it's not acronym. It's um, well, <sighs> what is the fucking word for that? Tell me, Google. Um, Anagram. Thank you. I'm like, I know it's an A word. <laughs> I was not going to be able to think of it. All right. <laughs> Getting back to Clarice. Aside from your father, who do you think is the bravest god or goddess on the Olympian Council? Um, And she's just like, well, no one is as cool as my dad, but I guess Zeus. Because, like, he fought Typhon and Kronos. Of course, he had, like, wimpy-ass lightning bolts so he could, like, attack from a distance, which is also her problem with uh, the Apollo cabin. That they use uh, ranged weapons. She's just like, she's just like, rangers <laughs> fucking suck. You know what? I just, because she wasn't there in Titan's Curse with the Hunters of Artemis. And it's probably a good thing that we're now learning she hates rangers. 
because they're all rangers. <laughs> I do not want that well, fight to happen. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh my god. Did you ever get revenge on Percy for soaking you with toilet water? And now she's angry about fucking oh, Percy. Yeah. This is just making her mad constantly. That's she, all it is. She goes off on uh, a little bit of a like ramble here of like, what? You think I'm scared of Percy Jackson? Of course I'm not. I could attack him at any time. Uh, if he uh, tells you something else, he's lying. <laughs> like, okay, Clarice. Yeah. But she hasn't technically gotten revenge mm-hmm. on him, apparently. That's what I'm getting from that statement. It's, it's because she's you're avoiding now, the questions. Clarice. Don't lie to me. Yeah, I read Stolen Chariot. You guys are buds. <laughs> All right, so Annabeth Chase's interview. If you could design a new structure for Camp Half-Blood, what would it be? Oh, God. Why? They they asked, like, the perfect question for her. Would you, what would you architect? I think architect? that this might How be, like, one of the architect? longest answers. <laughs> um, oh, she has longer answers, yeah, I think. Annabeth, we love you. I think the longest one might be about <laughs> Percy. Um, she talks a lot so she wants to make a temple and she would have it be like really, really cool with a different God's emblem on the floor. Right. And they would like have like a, a great acoustics <laughs> and concerts there. Like, bro. I, I get it. So but also cool. I'm like, literally fuck the gods. You don't need a temple. You already have all these goddamn cabins and shit. Like, yeah, each yeah, cabin is a temple. You don't Everywhere need. in the camp is a fucking temple. And you, like all this separation and stuff is already and- like just to respect them but i do like the thing where like every day depending on how the light is coming in through the window it'll show a different yeah emblem that is pretty cool that's very cool but like they they do already sacrifice part of their food to the gods if you want to pray to the gods just do it at like a meal time (laughs) come on guys um but chiron vetoed this because they don't have the money (laughs) wow camp is fucking poor this is why i think annabeth might just be too ambitious (laughs) i think um this is why hermes should have been the camp director because like he's the god of commerce and also thieves Mm. um so he could get them some money hermes robs a bank and uh supplies money for the camp (laughs) (laughs) um and then her next question is aside from your mom who do you think is the wisest god or goddess on the olympian council and this is so funny because she's like, mm, well, uh, she's like, I can't offend them, but also they're kind of a- dumbasses. Um, with the greatest possible respect, they are so fucking stupid. <laughs> the fact that she's like, Zeus is wise in his own way. Um, they haven't literally fallen apart yet. Uh, Hermes yeah. is clever. Uh, and also Artemis kind of does her own shit. That's kind of cool. Yeah, she's like, I really like Artemis, but she doesn't get boys. So she's not she's not <laughs> as cool as she could be. Um, but you know what? I feel like she she also could have technically said like Zeus as her answer for um myth reasons. Um Zeus did in fact consume his first wife, Athena's mom, Metis, the what what was she the goddess of? Like um it wasn't like wisdom exactly but it was like oh my god why are there so many things with similar names ocean first wife of zeus goddess of okay her name does mean wisdom skill craft okay wise counsel so yeah so yeah it is it is literally just wisdom so he fucking ate her and then that made him smart enough to think up athena so like technically it's either (laughs) He ate her, or he consumed her essence. That's still so he eating can her. Get her wisdom. It is. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, Zeus just, is I, into vor. Hot take. Zeus is absolutely into vor. <laughs> you know what? He's upset because he was the only one not eaten by Kronos. <laughs> so now he's like, I like eating other people. Goddamn. <laughs> because that makes him feel dominant. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You're welcome. I've now made you puke. <laughs> um, of all your Camp Applet friends, who would you like? You, who would you most like to have with you in battle? Oh, Percy. No contest. And, and, <laughs> she's just like Percy Jackson. Full stop. That's it. He's the best one. Uh, and then the next question is about Percy. <laughs> You've been known to call Percy seaweed brain from time to time. What's his most annoying quality? Um. So the purse of best shippers can go nuts right here. Yeah. And right now, because she's just like, 
he's not dumb. He's actually kind of smart. He's also funny and good looking. Where where was I? <laughs> um, dude. Dude. But he's so obtuse. He doesn't ever know how other people feel, even when you're being really obvious about it. And totally blatant. <laughs> like, come on. I'm making a general statement. It's not about me. <laughs> Annabeth. I love her. Okay. Yeah. So Persebeth Cannon, um, she's yeah, basically right saying, I'm in love with him, but he's <laughs> stupid. So the interview with Seder, <laughs> Grover Underwood Seder. You're just going to call him Seder now. That's his new name. <laughs> it's the fact that it does say Grover Underwood Seder and the other ones, it says right, like right. daughter of, son of. And my brain was going to that and I was going to comment on it. But instead <laughs> I just said interview with Seder. Um, okay. So what's your favorite song to play on the read by? <laughs> God damn it, Ro- Grover. This is like... This is the so, most Grover so, uh, thing. The answer is uh, Muskrat Love, which is a, a song that was requested from him by a muskrat. Apparently, this is just a well-known muskrat tune. And he's like, you know, uh, everybody actually loves Muskrat Love. Like, it's not just for muskrats anymore. <laughs> and, you know, he gets misty-eyed every time he plays it. And so does Percy. <laughs> but Percy's probably laughing. Delightful. Beautiful. Um, okay, okay. Who would you at least... Who... Would you least like to meet in a dark alley, a Cyclops or an angry Mr. D? Now, if the other option wasn't Mr. D, I feel like he'd be okay with meeting a Cyclops because now he's friends with Tyson. Right. It really depends on the Cyclops. Uh, I feel like not most Cyclops. I, I feel like you'd be like, oh, yeah, if it was Tyson, I'd be okay with it. But the fact that the other option is Mr. D and he's like, oh, no, if I don't say Mr. D, he's going to, like, murder me. So I have to say Mr. D is who I would want to meet because he's so nice. I'd rather meet Mr. D, obviously. Yeah, he's so kind and generous to all his satyrs. Uh, I'm not just saying that because he's always listening and will blast me to pieces if I don't. Yeah, li- literally, he's just saying it because Mr. D will murder him. Uh, he would totally rather meet Tyson. The poor satyrs, they do not deserve this man. <laughs> no, they don't. Um... In your opinion, what's the most beautiful spot in nature in all of America? <laughs> okay, um, I I I don't I don't know this place, but it is Lake Pla- Placid. Placid, I would yes. assume, in upstate New York. And they have some really hot dryads there. But oh shit, we need to edit that out because Juniper will kill him. Uh, Rick Riordan, I can't believe you didn't edit that out. This poor boy, you've you've put his life in danger. Wow. Rick needs to needs to edit these things when people say, "Hey, no, don't, don't say that." It's, uh, <laughs> Scooby Doo all over again. <laughs> Wait, I didn't say that. Uh, and then his last question of Grover is, "Are tin cans really that tasty?" Uh, my old granny goat used to say, two cans a day keeps the monsters away." So yes, the answer is he he loves them, but human teeth aren't made for him. So too bad, so sad. <laughs> we'll never know. Um, all right. And last but not least for the interviews is Percy Jackson. What's your favorite part about summers at Camp Half-Blood? Percy's like, it's all my friends. Um, uh, including, uh, Connor and Travis and Selena, Annabeth and Clarice. So, look, uh, they're all fuck, his- Percy. <laughs> no, Grover is not here. Yeah, wow. it's all the other people who got interviews, except they replaced Grover with Selena. Fucked up. Hmm. <laughs> That is rude. Yeah, it's like the Stoll Brothers stealing stuff. Um, Selena trying to convince Annabeth to have a makeover and Clary sticking heads into toilets. And he's like, yep, it's great. It's nice I love it. Change. Yeah, he just likes seeing everybody. He likes he likes everyone. I love him. He's such a good boy. He's a hobble <laughs> Uh You've attended quite a few different schools. What's the hardest part about being the new kid? And <laughs> God damn it, this just sounds like um, it's right out of Good Kid, actually. <laughs> it's about making your rep, you know? You just, you, you gotta be uh, clear that you, you uh, what, like, don't f- quite fit into the boxes and, like, they're, you're not someone to pick on. So, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> but you can't be a jerk about it. Yeah. But also, Percy always blows shit up. So, okay, this is a fun one. If you had to trade Riptide for another magic item, whose, whose item would you choose? That's a, that's a weird way to phrase that. 
Right. Uh, and he doesn't really answer it like that. He's not like, I would take this thing from this person. He's like, what? You want me to get rid of Riptide? I would not do that. But if I had to, I want uh, clothes that turn into armor because wearing armor is such a drag. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're really heavy and hot. Yeah, I get it. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, and then, is this his last one? No. Okay. You've had a lot of close calls, but what's been your scariest moment? Literally the Minotaur. He didn't and- know what the fuck was going on. And his mom died. <laughs> and Grover was passed out. Yeah, he's been on a lot of harrowing shit since then. But I, I could get that nothing would quite top that and how fucked up that was. He was like, this is the most traumatic moment of my life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And last but not least, any advice for kids who, sus- who suspect they may be demigods too? Um... It's just, it's the first page. Of, right. Like, we already know what he's going to say. Um, he's like, don't, you don't want to be a demigod. Um, find a satyr if you can, but like, just don't be a demigod, basically. <laughs> Do not try this at home. Yeah. Um, I believe this is probably like the first uh, map there's also is of Camp Half-Blood in this book. It's a very simplistic little and map. it's just like, uh, all the yeah, stuff is that, there as kind of like sim- symbols. Yeah. Like, we got the big house, the volleyball courts, the arts and crafts, amphitheater, climbing wall. Zephyros Creek. The mass hall. Yeah, I think that's um, that's part of the mm. woods. That's all it is. Um, the fireworks beach, the stables, the armory, the arena, the strawberry fields, and the cabins. It's lovely. And there's also <laughs> a lake. I feel like this is not how I picture it, but, like, you do you, <laughs> Camp Applewood. Because... You normally enter is- from, like, near oh, Talia's the- Pine, and that leads, like, straight to the volleyball courts in the big house. <laughs> yeah. And then the cabins are kind of, like, center. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think the, the lake was separating the cabins from the big house. I thought, like, the big house was, like, there, and then the cabins were spread out mm. in front of it. I thought that's how it was described, yeah, but I could I, be I wrong. I did kind of assume that they were, like, near each other, but I... I don't know, man. Um, there's also a picture of uh, Annabeth's camp trunk. Is... Yeah, that's adorable, actually. We got a bunch of fun stuff in here. We got Medea's SPF 5000 sunscreen. Teddy bear, um, don't tell any cap. <laughs> yes, she has a, a beautiful little teddy bear. It's very important. <laughs> don't tell anyone. She's got the Yankees cap, her Camp Applet shirt, her cell phone that she cannot use. Right, but you but, like keep it on you, I guess. Um, bug spray that's anti-spiders. Is that a thing? <laughs> um, probably not, like, for your skin, but, like, just, like, spider-killing spray. I bet that's something you could get. Hmm. Um, we got the Cantina Nectar, copy of classical architecture for the 20th century. <laughs> 21st century. Jesus. <laughs> um, sleeping, bla- sleeping bag, flip-flops, dagger, and Daedalus- Daedalus's laptop. Of course. Gotta keep that. Because that's important. Okay. Um, how many pictures are actually in here? There's only so many of them, actually. I, if if this weren't an audio format, I would love to like roast all the like the old photos <laughs> um, they did of the characters because my goodness, some of them are just bad. Ah. <laughs> Listen, Nico doesn't look like Nico at all. That's that's your opinion, man. <laughs> but he's also not in here. So and right. What a, is that? All the extra stuff that's in here. Um, there's some oh, little there's games. The, right, there's the puzzles and shit at the end. I was like, <laughs> I can't find the things, but it's because there's only like two other pages. Crossword puzzle, <laughs> word jumble. And then just, like, a chart of the gods. Uh, It's 12 Olympian gods plus two, because they involved Hestia and Hades. Hmm, interesting, interesting. So we got Zeus, god of the sky, symbols, eagle, lightning bolt. Hera, goddess of motherhood and marriage. Symbols are cow, motherly animal. Why... Why did he feel the need to put that there? To put that in parentheses? That's so weird. Because children are mean. There's no explanation for lion and peacock, just cow, motherly animal. And then lion and peacock. Um, Poseidon, the god of sea and earthquakes. Symbols, horse and tridents. Demeter, goddess of agriculture. Symbols are red poppies and barley. Hephaestus, god of blacksmiths. Symbols, anvils, quails. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, okay. I don't like that. So after 
Garfield, the explanation is Hop's funny, like him. But um, is that canon to Greek mythology? I feel like or I could look that... this up because I've definitely yeah. like seen this in here, and I don't remember if I've seen it other places. Festus, mm. Quail, and the ableism standing out. <laughs> um, is this on theoi.com? Because that's where I usually trust things. Is theoi? <laughs> um, this is cranes. Interesting. Why? Um, anything else? Do we do we got anything that says quail? <laughs> uh okay there's there's like one no wait there's there's like a couple things that are like the quail and it there's one thing that mentions it being because it limps okay cool the the i don't know the how the wording here is just so bad and also that didn't like need to be explained i don't like there, we, we still got a couple because- others that are like that just because the Greeks are uh, ableist doesn't mean you have to be, right? Yeah. Okay. Continuing on. Athena, goddess of wisdom, battle, and useful arts. Just That's one. interesting. Just the owl. And her symbol is the owl. <clears throat> okay. Aphrodite, goddess of love, not even beauty, just love. Um, her symbols are the dove and her magic belt that makes <laughs> men fall for her. Now, she does have a girdle. That yeah. does, in fact, do that. Right. I'm, so, I was assuming. That's that's a thing. That was not made up by Rick. Um, Ares, god of war. Symbols are the wild boar and a bloody spear. Rick, <laughs> it's just a spear. It doesn't I have guess, to be bloody. Uh, I get it. I wish that this book was also, like, written by Percy. Like, the, like that other one that... I can't remember what it's called, but the one that has like tails. Oh, like the the like Percy Jackson's Greek gods and Percy Jackson's Greek yeah. heroes. <laughs> because then I could just say that like Percy just hates Ares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't get any better from here on. Um, let's see. Apollo, goddess of goddess, god of mu- music, <laughs> medicine, poetry, archery, and bachelors. Huh. Um, I don't know where you're getting this information from. Mm. Like, he is, the, he is the god of, like, young, beautiful men, but I feel like Bachelor has a different connotation. It does, but I can see how that could be, like, a one-word, like, modernization of that idea. Yeah. No, I think I'd go with intern. <laughs> god. <laughs> um, and his animals are the- or his symbols are the mouse and the lyre. Mouse? Okay. I need to double check I've never heard that, but I could buy it. <laughs> I don't remember ever seeing mouse as one of his symbols. Okay. Um. Da, 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 da. Wait. I was supposed to check the eye because that's usually better for some mm. of this information. Okay. Use Wikipedia because it usually makes it more fun and funny. <laughs> but if I actually want like real things, where the fuck is symbols? Oh, here it is. Swan, raven, no mouse. Hmm. I mean, there's also, like, wolves and pythons by Czech Wikipedia. I don't know where mouse is coming from. Is it because, like, mice and snakes? Is that it? Is that the connection here? Mm. I don't get it. Okay, so Artemis, goddess of maiden girls and hunting. Again, I... You could just say maidens. Like, I think... I think we'll know what you mean if you say maidens. You don't have to say maiden girls. Maybe, I don't know, maybe maiden has, like, a weird connotation in, like, modern times. I I can see why you would say it like that. Uh, I think it'd be funny if Apollo's thing said maiden boys instead of bachelors. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He's the god of young boys. She's the goddess of young girls. That's how it goes, actually. And then her symbol is the she-bear, which... That makes sense. Uh, is it is it technically one of her animals, or is it just because her name means bear? I want to say it's just because her name means bear, technically. I just googled, like, Apollo and mouse, and I did get, like, apparently in the Iliad, uh, he's called, like, Apollo, Lord of Mice. The fuck? Uh, the name Smintheus can be translated that way. Anyways... So apparently there's something. <laughs> Is it 
Okay, I'm seeing it on the Wikipedia. In the Iliad, his priest prays to Apollos Mentheus, the mouse god, who retains an older agricultural function as the protector from field rats? What the fucking oh. hell, Homer? Okay, well, <laughs> at least at least we found something sorry i was i was that was just bothering me that we couldn't figure out i'm still just confused by this what is happening <laughs> why mice i only hear it here all right so so hermes the god of travelers merchants thieves and messengers and his symbols are the caduceus winged helmet and sandals yep yep dionysus <laughs> the god of wine his symbols are tigers and grapes Hell yeah. Woo. I mean, I think it's usually leopards. Because there are no tigers in Greece. <laughs> are there leopards in Greece? I actually I, don't know anything. There's there's like big cats. Um, mm. But I feel like it's controversial to say that Dionysus' symbol is a tiger. Um, mm. Okay, it does. Oh, this does say tiger. Interesting. That Again, it still feels controversial to me. Because remember when he <laughs> tried to take over India? Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i'm just saying he is i think he is also sometimes like a god quote-unquote from the east but also he does mm-hmm. go and try to take over the east where the tigers are i don't know my brain's just like there are no tigers in greece that doesn't quite the math isn't mathing for me there's some weird shit there in, in this mythology again the mouse still blo- blowing my mind <laughs> uh hestia goddess of the home and the hearth her symbol is the crate be- because she gave up her seat for dionysus i don't understand this maybe it's i it looks like those are supposed to be related ideas but i don't see yeah. how yeah it does and i'm like what is what do cranes have to do <laughs> with that okay let's see Theoi, tell me does hestia have a sacred animal yeah it's a pig huh her sacred animal is a pig not a crane. Um, uh, the the yeah. Greek mythology wiki says uh, her sacred animals were the donkey, the pig, and the crane. But it, I don't. It's very short of an article, so I don't know where they're getting it from. Like I said, uh, let's. Da, 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 da. Why cranes? What does it have to do with Dionysus? <laughs> what do cranes do that's similar to her giving up her seeds? Yeah. What do you mean, Rick? Explain. You mean like 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 cranes like uh the things that physically move other things? Like it 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 brought her out of her seat? I I'm I'm trying to connect the dots here, Rick. I'm I'm not understanding what's happening here. Do cranes not sit down? Mythology and symbolism. What do, do we do we have something here? Uh, I'm not really seeing shit. Not at least for Hestia. Yeah, okay. Uh I give up. Um Last is Hades, god of the underworld. His symbol is his helm of terror. I. When was it called this? I'm just mm. going to criticize everything that's in this right now. <laughs> Every single thing. Because Rick has had a different name for his helmet um, before. I don't think it was called the helm of terror. Uh... He called it like the helm of darkness or something yeah, before. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I'm thinking of the Hades game, because I think that that's where I'm getting that from, actually. No, no, I think you're right. Let's see, Hades Riordan wiki. What does it say? <laughs> Helm of Darkness. Yeah, um, that that is Rick's official term for it, is the Helm of Darkness. The actual thing is just invisibility. Right. Like, in mythology. But... Rick, why are you going back on something you already said? <laughs> Maybe Rick didn't edit this whole thing. Maybe, you know, some... I think no one no one edited these two pages. I think, like, this is the wildest shit he's had in this entire <laughs> book. Is this just the entire, like, first chapter? Or is it just, like... Rick, I, I really do want to know what your mythology sources are. <laughs> I think that is the entire first chapter of the last Olympian in here. Mm-hmm. Well, we gotta wait like a month to go over that. <laughs> We're gonna get there soon, fellas. It's it's gonna take some time. All right. <gasps> um, my dude, this was a wild fucking time. <laughs> I think going over that more than anything else <laughs> yeah. was the most important thing. So, um, what do we do at the end here? I've my brain is melting. <laughs> no, me too. I just played D and D, so uh, I'm like, you want me to talk more? Excuse me. <laughs> and I know that you have literally recorded. Uh, this is your third podcast today. 
I okay, I recorded like two this morning, and then I had like many hours in between. Okay, but still, so I'm though. fine. I'm fine. <laughs> it was also Steven Universe, so it was like twenty minute recording. Okay, well, we're fine. We also could have done this in twenty minutes if we rushed, but we like we like chatting. We like chatting with y'all. I I was like, hey, can we like stretch this out like into an actual episode length, maybe? And we did. And I we think done I did it. it. We done right. did it. Okay. You got, you we, got, you we got do things. Here, we do plugs. Yeah. Media. Um, oh God, what media have I been consuming? <laughs> this plug has been revoked in support of the SAG after strike. But also, bro, we met each other. We did. In real life. This is the first ever recording since we, we met like a week ago. Not that we both do actually exist on the corporeal plane. I can we do this with certainty now. <laughs> And Ray is, in fact, not a little guy because they're too tall. <laughs> and I'm so mad about it. Uh, you have to admit I have little guy energy, though. I know this because you're Do. several inches shorter than me, but you kept patting me on the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, like, a thing that I do, okay, though. Good. <laughs> like, like, if you consent to it, I will be patting you on the head <laughs> at all times. That's really funny of you, bro. <laughs> So I'm just like, no, this is how I pretend that I am the dominant figure in this relationship, actually. <laughs> this is how I assert dominance. Is I'm like, no, you're taller than me. I'm going to pat you on the head anyway. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, you fell, you fell for it. <laughs> I, I always will. I, I'm a middle child, so. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, head pats I'm an only for me. Child. <laughs> <laughs> you really are a little guy. <laughs> Okay, let's, uh, Ch- Charlie, release us from this mortal coil. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> I, this is the last episode this season. <laughs> Bro, we're going to be gone. Release us from this mortal season. <laughs> we're free of the labyrinth, guys. It's over. It's done. Um, get out of my fucking cabin and I'm going to go cry for like a month till we record uh, again. Um, you need me to leave so that uh, you can talk to this weird guy who's in your cabin to interview you. I think his name's Rick or something. <laughs> Richard Russell Riordan Jr. <laughs> he's here. <laughs> he says he's straight. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, bye. Bye. <laughs> Hello listeners! Editing Charlie here with a patron shoutout. If y'all didn't know, our $10 and up patrons now get a shoutout on the pod. So now, I get to shoutout our lovely, god-complex level patron, Matt. Matt is so wonderful and has been a supporter since we started the Oteg Patreon. Thank you so much for all your support, bud. You can follow this podcast socials at Of The Eldest Gods Pod on Instagram and Tumblr and at Of The Eldest Gods on Twitter. You can send us an iris message through of the eldest gods pod at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us financially, join us at patreon.com slash of the eldest gods. By becoming a patron, you can join the Deus Ex Media Discord server, where you'll be able to chat with us and other listeners about episodes and anything Percy Jackson related. Our $5 patron tier also gets you access to Against All Odds, our monthly bonus show. There, we'll talk about a wide variety of topics, which usually have something to do with mythology no promises. You can check out our merch store in Redbubble to find custom designs made by Charlie. Or if you cannot or do not want to support us financially, we'd really appreciate a rating, a review, or letting your friends and followers know how much you love the podcast. That really helps. You can find me, Ray, at HeyHeyRay, spelled R-A-Y-E, on Twitter. If you want to hear more from me, check out Barbie Movie Slap, a podcast where my co-host Ted and I discuss Barbie's cinematic universe. That podcast Twitter is at Barbie Slaps. And you can follow me, Charlie, at GreenPixie12 on most platforms, but on Twitter I'm at GreenPixie123, which I'm totally not salty about. I also have an art Instagram at GreenPixieDraws. I sometimes do the YouTube thing on my channel, Charlie Mac. That's M-A-C-K. Our music was written by Isabel Strauss Riggs and recorded and edited by Ian M. Riggs. You can find Izzy at Kane underscore I, that's I is in the body part, on Instagram and Twitter. She also currently makes video essays on the YouTube channel Kane I. Feel free to message her about making music for your project or editing your podcast.
of the Eldest Gods is proud to be a part of Deus Ex Media, which features great podcasts like Super Scary, a love letter to superheroes, sci-fi, and horror movies, hosted by Josh. Do you love to be super scared? Do you enjoy listening to hilarious hot takes on timeless classics? Well, fear not, listeners. I'm here! Welcome to the Super Scary Podcast, where we cover everything from the supernatural to the superpowered. I'm your host, Josh, a scaredy cat nerd who enjoys superhero sci-fi and horror movies way too much. Whether I'm processing my trauma from Texas Chainsaw Massacre or reminiscing on the nostalgia of Hocus Pocus, my guests and I have a hilarious time going through our favorite and sometimes not-so-favorite moments. I'm your friend till the end, listeners, because everyone's entitled to one super scary podcast. We post weekly episodes on Mondays, and you can find us at Super Scary Podcast on all the socials. See you in the afterlife, listeners. Of the Eldest Gods is based on the series by Rick Riordan. Right now, we are discussing Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Remember to follow us on your favorite podcatcher and meet us back here every Thursday. Please stay in sync this time, or I will murder someone. <laughs> yeah, God. I'm so I, scared. I haven't checked the next episode that was yet. So long. I really hope that it's not. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a nightmare. Right. Dave X Media.